1: Feng Shui Now! Unlock your potential through an intensive one-day beginner's workshop Saturday, October 23rd at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You will learn how to transform your living or office spaces through a few simple Feng Shui principles, allowing for a new flow of energy in your spaces and your life. Join feng shui expert Natalia Priest, Reiki intuitives Bob and Myra Torres, and life organizer Lori Becker for this transformational day of embracing your personal energy. You will walk away with the tools to create the living space and life that you have always desired. Seating is limited, so register today at www.symbolicspaces.com or call 425-391-2637 for more information. Call or get online now. This is a workshop that you don't want to miss.
2: If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to find out. Become Marie's friend on Facebook or follow her on Twitter. Sign up for Marie's free newsletter. Each month, she writes an in-depth article and responds to Dear Marie questions. Email Marie if you'd like your question to be answered in an upcoming edition. Schedule a private session with Marie if you'd like to talk with her one-on-one. It'll be a healing experience that you'll garner great insight from. For more information, visit Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or call 425-825-5671.
3: Welcome to the Marie Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello everyone and welcome to the Marie Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. It's another gorgeous day and my yard looks beautiful by the way. There isn't debris or hanging branches or overgrowth anywhere in the entire yard, which is just... Shocking, surprising, and wonderful. So yeah, another gorgeous day. You can actually drive around here with your sunroof open, and you won't get wet. So we're happy about that. Later on in the show, in about 15 minutes into the program, I will be interviewing a very beloved psychic medium, Lisa Williams. You may have recalled her. She's had two shows, reality shows on Lifetime TV. Um, and uh, Living Among the Dead was the last one, I believe, in 2008. She's currently been filming for a new show, so we're going to talk to her about her show, her new book that's coming out in March of next year, and you know all kinds of interesting things about Lisa and her life. She's got an interesting life story. She will not be answering calls about mediumship, so she's not going to do readings, but you can certainly ask her a personal question if you want to call into the show. So what I'm going to do for the first 15 minutes is do readings. Um, so uh, that's what we're going to do here. And I, was, I thought I would clarify a little bit the difference between psychics and mediums. So um, people who are professional psychics are highly intuitive, can hear, see, and feel things. But someone who is psychic doesn't mean that they're a medium. So mediums are always psychic, always psychic. And I think you might, if you were listening to last week's show when I interviewed Dougal Frazier, he's a psychic but not a medium. And he has a funny story, actually, when he was interviewed on some TV shows where they wanted him, him to do medium readings. But of course, he couldn't because he's not a medium, but he's a psychic. And uh, most people, I mean, everyone obviously is intuitive. And so there's a difference between mediums and psychics. Of course, I'm both psychic and medium. And so is our guest that we'll be talking to later on this afternoon. Well, in about 12 minutes or so, right?
2: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you look at me like I, I'm the one that's going to know on that. You're the psychic.
3: Yes, we will. It'll be wonderful, and I'm so excited. So why don't we go ahead? Or, or, we can't see who the people are now. We could see them a few moments ago on the phone lines, but w-
2: well, I, I think uh, Elisa's still uh, talking to them. So she's toning you, them in. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have uh, some folks on the line here in just a minute. Sure. But, uh, let me ask you a question, if okay. you don't mind, Marie. Now you, you're talking about the different uh, differences between uh, psychics. And and mediums and and, and um, well, I'm blanking now for a second here. <laughs> but my question was, well, what is the difference then between mediums right. and, and psychics? Because right. is mediums is that they they can channel. Uh, uh, Spirits or yeah, people from who have left or? their body, okay. so
3: you know mediums have the ability to either see hear or feel people who are no longer in a human body mm-hmm. and and they can talk to them, and what what they do, or at least the way I look at it is I'm a translator. So when someone's family member shows up in my office or when I'm talking to someone on the radio, I believe I'm the translator. I take the information, translate it to the best of my ability, and then relay it to their family member. Mm. And what's so interesting about mediumship, I'm so glad you asked this question, Eric, because, you know, I think everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Well,
2: a lot of our listeners do (laughs) and are very savvy of these sort of things, but uh, a lot of our listeners are like me and just don't know yet. (laughs) Right. We're waiting to learn. I
3: appreciate that. So many people who live on the other side, they cannot wait to talk to a medium um, for their family member because so many things are unsaid. Um, So many things are left unfinished, and when people leave their bodies, they have a life review. They actually get to sit in a room. My guides always tell me my picture is inaccurate, but I always see a large movie theater where you get popcorn and a Diet Coke, because that's exactly what I would have (laughs) if I was in a movie theater. And um, you get to see your life from the moment you were conceived until the moment you pass. And and so when that happens, you actually get to feel how all your interactions were with the people in your life. Mm. And it's kind of this big, oh my gosh, if you felt your interactions weren't a representation of what you truly felt. Which is true for most people, because most people aren't really aware of themselves. And so then they can't wait till their loved ones finds a medium who's good at translating and then they go in and pass messages on. It's really lovely.
2: I like to think in the afterlife we don't care about it, if we're gonna put on weight so we it's can true. have the regular coke. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we don't have to have a diet coke. Well here's the
3: thing, the bad thing about the afterlife is you don't eat. You know, uh-huh. you don't need food and you know, so many people wonder about resources and money and property that's left behind their loved ones and the loved ones just don't even care about that stuff doesn't even matter to them. They don't care who gets it or what you do with it. At least, I would say, over 90% of those who have passed feel that way.
2: So you can't take it with you, and you don't care.
3: (laughs) Exactly. You got it. So why don't we go ahead and answer a few questions before we get to Lisa on the line. Let's
2: talk to Marjorie right now in Seattle.
3: Hi, Marjorie. How are you?
1: Hello.
2: And we're not here. Marjorie.
1: (laughs) It's actually Patty and, and Renton. Okay, oh, Patty we got Patty and Renton, and Renton on the line, Hi. so let okay. to her. <laughs>
3: no, it's okay. What can we do for you?
0: Um, I just wanted a kind of a general reading, maybe career based.
3: Okay, sure, sure, absolutely. You know, you're a powerhouse, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's you're, a tourist. Oh, you're a Taurus. Okay. Well, you're a powerhouse. Your orc field has a lot of pressure in it. In other words, when I look at your energy system, there's just tons of energy pushing on your orc field. So, you know, i powerhouse is one day to to describe you. Tough cookie would be another way to describe yeah. you. Yeah. No, that's that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, you're having an interesting life lesson right now. It started maybe five or six months ago, and and the life lesson is to learn to not force your energy, but to learn the true essence of power, which is really about being vulnerable. And so when we force our energy, when we push things through our auric field or through life, then we're not aligned in that essence of power. And you asked for this, actually. You know, in my mind, I'm looking at you maybe a year and a half ago, perhaps lying in bed, going, I really want to learn the difference between power versus force sort of uh, context. And there actually is a book written out um, about that called Power Versus Force. So how is that going?
1: Um, Pretty good. I'm, I'm kind of... Um, simmering down, um, had a, a major life change about two years ago, and so I'm trying to get grounded again and, and, uh, be calm. Good. More. Anything,
3: Good. So. Here's what I want to tell you, Patty, is you have the you have the capacity to create whatever you want in your life. I mean you are, you're dedicated, you're focused, you're determined. These are wonderful skill sets to have if you want to create a lot in, in your lifetime. So you have everything you need. Now you have to let the universe help help you, which means you've got to get out of the way. You've got to stop the over-planning. You've got to stop the over-focusing, so to speak, and let the universe lead you. You already have a good idea of where you want to go. You have a, a fairly good idea. And now you need to let the universe just bring it all to you in its magical and mystical way. I think a great mantra would be something of the fact that you know, I now allow myself to release the force and pressure that I think is necessary in the world and allow the beautiful flow of the universe to grace every area of my life.
0: Oh that's cool. I was writing as you were saying that. Good. Good. Yeah, good. Oh, so the the, the
3: flow and the grace is which which is most important and then every area of your life. Okay, and and great. things will change but it's going to continue to be big changes is what I'm seeing. So over this next year things are going to still feel kind of unstable because they there're new things.
0: Got
1: it. Okay? okay. Great. And also too I loved Lisa's show. I'm glad she's trying to get back on the air. I
3: know. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Her show is amazing.
1: Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome.
3: Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Now let's talk to Marjorie in Seattle.
3: Hi, Marjorie. How are you? Good. I
1: I wanted a general reading. A general
3: reading. Thank you so much. Have you had some stress in your life recently? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because when I'm in your auric field, I'm all along the spinal column of your aura. I'm actually in the third, fourth, and fifth layers of your energy system. And you have a little bit of leak coming out of the auric field, which I don't want you to leak because so I'm actually sending tons of energy to that part of your back right now. Um, so the third layer of the field is the mental plane. The fourth layer of the field is where we have relationships all kinds of relationships and then the fifth layer of the field is the divine plan so as i said that to you i actually drew little lines as a kind of a reference for me and the field that i'm most highlighted on is the fifth one the divine plan so are you upset about your divinity or curious to change it or is there something about your life purpose that's highlighted for you
1: um absolutely okay Big
4: question
3: What is my life purpose? Ah, what that's is what I've been
1: trying to figure out?
3: Okay, so here's what I want you to do it's not about figuring it out, this is really important. You've got to get out of the way. The universe already knows that you want to somehow help humanity, right? Okay. Cause it's what it says in your org field. You want to somehow help humanity. And what we want is we want it to be in the way that you best can do it. That feeds you in your life. And at the same time feeds humanity. So, cause we don't want to take anything away from you. When, when you become an employee of the universe, which is what you're, you're, you've applied for, by the way, you, you are going to get the job. Um, it, you probably already have parts of the job already. <laughs> but when you um, become an employee of the universe, there's a lot of benefits. And one of the benefits that the universe you know, subscribes to those people who are dedicated to helping humanity is to make sure that their life is in balance. It's very, very important. Okay, okay so um, the, in other words, what I want you to do is not worry. Everything's going to work out just perfect, just fine. You don't have to worry about a thing.
1: You're
0: them,
3: I know. I will. I will. Because the worrying's just going to slow the whole thing down. So just try to remember, just try to remember um, that the universe is behind you. You've applied for the job, you've got the job, and you just need to let it flow into your life. And, and the worrying will slow it down. Okay? Uh huh. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you very much. All right, great. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a little break here in the Marie Manu Cherry Show, and we're, we will be right back with Lisa Williams.
2: Join Deborah Silverman, internationally recognized astrologer and psychotherapist, for an intriguing weekend of astrology, November 6th and 7th. Whether you're a beginning or intermediate student, this workshop will take you into the heart of astrology's true purpose. Why am I here? What are my gifts? What path is right for me? Astrology for Beginners highlights the practical nuts and bolts of astrology, including the elements, signs, planets, houses, and aspects, while shedding light on how to use astrology to awaken one's spiritual identity and life purpose. Astrology for Beginners will be held at the Hotel Monaco in downtown Seattle. Visit Deborah's website at debra-silverman.com to register. Class space is limited register with a friend, and receive a $50 discount. The Gary man Show, it's the home of mastery and mystery.
0: John Welshens, author of One Soul, One Love, One Heart, returns to Seattle for a big workshop this month. In the 7 p.m. hour, John will have lots to tell about the sacred path to healing all relationships.
1: And at 8 p.m., house astrologer Alicia Michelle is in studio offering more of her unique insights and taking your calls. It's all
0: about the wisdom, Eastern and Western, on The Gary man Show, Sunday night at seven Pacific.
3: Get a grip on life with Alternative Talk, eleven fifty. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and our special and wonderful guest is Lisa Williams, beloved psychic medium Lisa Williams, who some of you may recall. I think she kind of made her debut. Um, she's been a psychic for quite a while, actually, but on national television on Lifetime TV, where she had a show, "Living Among the Dead." Is is that right, Lisa? Is that what you called the show? I'm just trying to remember. It was actually Life Among the Dead. A Life Among the Dead. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the show. You are just wonderful. You know, people all over the world love you. You know this, right?
4: It is. Well, you know, I didn't realize and then <laughs> until I started to Google myself and realize, oh my god, I've got fans in Norway, Sweden, Japan, you know, Indonesia. I'm like, oh wow, I had no idea. Yeah, no people idea love
3: you. You're a very sincere and generous person. I mean, it's obvious that, that what you do um, is real and that you love doing it. In fact, when you know, I'm I'm an intuitive myself, and I was doing a little, you know kind of charting down. And when I looked at your org field, your body really feels like you're a healer, you know, that your job yes. here on the planet is to provide healing for people yes. in whatever way that needs to be. But of course, mediumship is a wonderful way to provide healing for people.
4: Absolutely. And it's something that I'm very passionate about. In fact, I wanted to be a healer um, before I ever entered into this genre and this realm. Um, but as we as we all know, we have to go with our uh, gifts that were given first and then develop everything else. So,
3: right, right. Um,
4: my healing ability, my healing gift come after I'd actually started to work as a psychic um, and it was something that I felt very passionate about. And I realized that I could work as a psychic and heal people through through my voice. Um, mm. It wasn't that I had to lay my hands on them. I, I, I could also give them guidance and help them through situations by using my voice and so i was still doing the healing there oh
3: that's one i'm so happy for you cuz i know that's what you really are dedicated towards so i'm so yeah, happy definitely. for you and so Thank you, you you're welcome so you knew you were gifted as a child correct
4: yeah i mean i was four years well i mean the early days i remember um i remember i my first early memory was when i was four years old mm-hmm.
1: um
4: but my mom tells me it was way before that she's wow. saying you know, she said to me, she said, oh no, it was way, way, way before that. I'm like, oh my God. So, <laughs> you know, uh, I was seeing seeing spirits um, before then and I, you know, it didn't scare me. Right. I would always, I would always have imaginary friends. I would always have people that um, I, you know, I would communicate with. Uh, and so really it was very, very normal for me. It was very, very normal. Right, just a natural and
3: part of your life.
4: Absolutely, absolutely indeed. And I, I really felt, like it was, um, you know, I really felt, you know, it, it was it a was part of me that I needed to just embrace. Although it was a while, it, you know, it took me a while to really kind of embrace it and really say, you know what, it's okay. Speak to dead people, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and get over that whole... <laughs> the whole fear. <laughs> well, and
3: and you're also really lucky because you have you know you come from a family where your grandmother was a, a well-known psychic Frances Glazebrook, who was a psychic to royal family and other prominent people in the UK.
4: Yes, she was. But she, when I first started to really kind of embrace, you know, have have this ability, she was she was hiding it herself because. Oh she was very much uh, she was in, married to my grandfather who was an absolute out and out skeptic and didn't want to believe didn't want to um you know take on board her her um, you know her her gift I suppose and so it was only when my grandfather passed away when I was seven years old so I' wow. lived with it for about you know four years um that she finally embraced it and that's when it, it came became a little bit easier to accept but she never taught me anything um she all she said to me was always trust your gut instinct it will never ta- let you down wow. and that was probably the only thing that she's ever really given me any guidance on uh, or helping this this side of things or this work and so it was it was it was for me I, have, I was left feeling my own way around right. Um, right around what was going on
3: right Are there other family members that have the gift that you're aware of?
4: my, my aunt used to when she was alive she used to um, she used to sometimes go out and do house cleanses with my grandmother you know if there was a real problematic spirit she used to um, go out because she also sensed spirit she was very very much an intuitive medium. Um, my mother has, has a very strong intuitive side. Wow. Um, my brother who would absolutely swear blind has a <laughs> in his body is very, very intuitive and he's the biggest skeptic going, um, and you write about your
3: dad being a skeptic.
4: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm open to everyone knowing that my father's a skeptic. <laughs> he was skeptic! was a skeptic because he traveled with me throughout, the, uh, throughout Australia. And it was in that period of time in Australia that finally, after hunting through dressing rooms and my luggage and looking for hidden ear monitors and everything else, <laughs> you know, he, um he finally had to turn around and say, okay, I believe you. Wow. Um, and so that was a big deal for him. And so he's only really been a believer and started really watching and embracing my, my shows and my gifts for the past year. Wow. So it's been quite an incredible journey for him himself. Well,
3: and congratulations for you. I mean, that's lovely to have your you know, beloved father um, just be able to open up his eyes to this and have conversation with you about it.
4: Yeah, I mean, because prior to that, we I mean, I remember one time we couldn't have a conversation about it. He'd, he would get wound up. He would, he would, it would drive him in. And we've had, we've had absolute big arguments over it because <laughs> he, he just can't accept what I do mm-hmm. or he couldn't accept what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, he saw the closure that I was giving people and the comfort that I was giving people. And he said, Lisa, I know you're not a liar. He said, I, I love you, I know what you can do, and I see the healing. And so because he had um, he'd come up to me with that, I really, I saw him in a different light. It was quite an eye-opener, let's just put it that way. It really was. I saw him in a totally different light.
3: And it was your grandmother who actually told you that you were going to do very well, follow her in her footsteps, when you were in your late teens, and that you were going to come to the U.S. and work.
4: It was. She said to me, uh, she sent me down, she said, I need to read for you. Now, bearing in mind, my grandmother had a policy, and I have the same policy, never read for your friends or family. Right. And, um, and, and so she had this rule, and she said, no, I'm going to read for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, my grandmother wants to read for <laughs> me. Because, I, you know, we'd always wanted readings from my grandmother. Wow. And, you know, Mm -hmm. naturally and and she said to me sit down there's some things I need to tell you and she said to me that that I would be in America that I would be uh, with an older man there'd be an older man that would take me to America and and I would be successful and I would be famous but I would be doing the work that she's in and I thought she was completely cuckoo (laughs) and off her head Um, but lo and behold I met Merv Griffin who was the older man who brought me to America and created life among the dead around my, you know, around me, and um, and here I am talking to you. So yeah, you very very much right.
2: Yeah,
3: it's a great show, by the way, a really great Thank show. You. Just love it. And you're filming, or you were filming in the UK at Stonehenge, a new reality show, correct?
4: Yes, um, it's actually been a show that's been <sighs> out worldwide. Um, uh, Actually, it hasn't come to America, Ah. but it's actually actually Lisa Williams Live. And it's my live shows. And this is where I go on tour and I go all around the world with my live shows. And we've just recorded a lot of the footage in there. And it's actually out in, I think, in 34, 35 different countries around the world. And so, you know, we were filming a reality segment in Stonehenge Yes, in Stonehenge and back in in England because we were we also filmed uh, some of the live shows in England. So it was a lot of fun. It was it was incredible. I had a great time.
3: Wow. Well, I hope the show starts to air here in the U.S. We'll all be very very fortunate when that yeah, happens. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, thank you. Sure. And um, so you're married, and I know I'm, from the reality show, I know you had one child. Do you just still have one child?
4: Yes, it's just one child. And actually, sadly, Kevin and I split up. Oh, I'm sorry. We split up. No, no, no. I mean, you know, we all have to go out on our own different pathway. And we split up a year ago. Wow. Um, And, uh, you know, there was, I mean, people laugh at me and say, well, you're a psychic. You should know this. And actually, I did know. I did know. But sometimes you don't want to relate. You know, you don't want to, um, you know, really look at it because, you know, it's your life and sometimes you just kind of want to live in a little bit very
2: huckoo
4: <laughs> land, a little bit cuckoo land. Um, but yeah, sometimes you just have to find your own pathway in life and, and it was something that we both had to do. I think we were both calling. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's fine. We're we're both we're both on our own little journeys and, um, you know, everything's fine and and sweet and dandy as far as I'm
3: concerned. <laughs> good! Well, that's <laughs> wonderful news. The good yeah. thing, you know, since we can't see your your program as of yet here in the U S you do have a new book coming out next year.
4: I do. I'm so excited about this. Um, it's actually called survival of the soul. And, um, it's about what happens when we die. And I've taken the readers on this incredible journey of, um, of, you know, facing life, what happens when we pass over, what happens when we have to face our passing, mm-hmm. what happens when, um, when we maybe are told that we don't have a long, you know, long time left. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's knowing what, what we're going to go through, mm-hmm. and then it's, going, it's taking them on the transition mm-hmm. of what happens. What? Who are we met by? You know, are we greeted by our dogs and our cats and our loved ones and our friends and our families? And then what actually really does happen on the other side? Is there a God? You know, it really does take you into the the depths and the realms of, of the, the questions that people are searching for. Right. You know, do we reincarnate? Right. How long are we over over? Right. There for? What does happen to the, the people who have done, you know, evil things in right. life? And so, so really, it, it take, it's taken people on, on an incredible journey, uh, and it will take people on an incredible journey of healing.
3: Oh, I can't wait to read it. I know it's going to be an excellent book. Um, Thank you. I'm so excited for it. And we're going to take a break here, Lisa, and then when we come back with Lisa Williams here live on the Marie Cherry Show, we're going to take a few callers' questions. I have questions about you. So we'll be right back with Lisa Williams. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunn Merritt's Healing From Within series can now be purchased on DVD. This four-part interactive series was filmed live at their weekend workshops. The DVDs include medical and energetic insight, as well as informative tools you can use for a lifetime. Chakra exercises and dietary guidelines are included. The first two DVDs on detoxification and heart health are available now through Marie's website, www.energyintuitive.com. Coming soon are the Brain Health and Hormonal System DVDs. Purchase your copy today and get started on your own healing process.
1: Feng Shui now. Unlock your potential through an intensive one-day beginner's workshop Saturday, October 23rd at the Redmond Town Center Marriott from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. You will learn how to transform your living or office spaces through a few simple feng shui principles, allowing for a new flow of energy in your spaces and your life. Join feng shui expert Natalia Priest, Reiki intuitives Bob and Myra Torres, and life organizer Lori Becker for this transformational day of embracing your personal energy. You will walk away with the tools to create the living space and life that you have always desired. Seating is limited, so register today at www.symbolicspaces.com or call 425-391-2637 for more information. Call or get online now. This is a workshop that you don't want to miss.
2: Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today.
3: Get your smile on with Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Cherry Show. We are live with beloved psychic medium Lisa Williams, who's back home. She's been touring throughout you, the united kingdom scotland all over the place <laughs> in fact um in one of your tweets you said it was very wet in scotland
4: oh my god it was very very wet in scotland um but we had a great time good An absolutely amazing time um prior to that i was in norway as well so yeah it's been it's been a whirlwind of a tour i have to say it's been nice to find get my feet on the ground <laughs> yeah. and hopefully take a break here pretty soon hopefully Hopefully, uh, although I, I have a feeling that my break won't come until Christmas, ah. um, so I'm very much looking forward to Christmas. <laughs> I'm just having some quality time with me at, at home, so yeah, that'll be, be nice.
3: Well, we wish you a wonderful holiday season, of course, and great rest. Thank you. You're welcome. And we're going to go to the phone lines because some of our callers have questions for you. So who do we have, okay. Eric?
2: We've got Sid on the line right now calling from California.
4: Hi, Sid. Hi. Hi, Marie and Lisa. I'm so Hi. excited to be on with both of you. This is fun.
3: <laughs> and so you had a question, Sid?
4: I do. Um, my question for Lisa is about crystals. I saw that you um, do crystal healing, and I have some amazing and really exciting things going on in my life now, right now. And I'm wondering if someone like me wanted to incorporate crystals, um, where would be a good place to start, you know? Okay, you know, there's some great and there's some amazing crystals out there. I and mean, crystals are my passion. Um, I, would, I would start with, um, I would start with, my instinct is to say, my, when, you, when you got on the line and you started talking about crystals, first thing mm-hmm. I thought was citrine. Um, citrine. Citrine is about abundance. It's about bringing wealth and positive energy into your life. And it's really, I don't know whether you're moving or you're really moving in a di- different direction. But mm-hmm. what you, what I would do is I would place a chunk of six train or even a, just a little tumble stone. As you walk into the uh, into the house, mm-hmm. you need to put it in your far left-hand corner. And okay. the furthest point to the left from, from, the, from the door. And that is your wealth corner and the abundance corner. And I have one in my house. Everyone should have one. Um, And it doesn't necessarily bring in money because abundance can be brought in in so many different ways. But that's one of the things. And also, I also kept being shown rose quartz. So Mm -hmm. when you are looking or you're incorporating a lot of love into your your life or there's a lot of change that you need to be loved through, um, rose quartz would really, really help you. And if you're looking at getting rid of any net, okay, something, just said to me that you needed a little bit of grounding. Um, I'd also probably get a smoky quartz, um, okay. you know, and place that just carry that around with you actually. Maybe pop it in a pocket or something like that because smoky quartz we, we do need grounding, you know. Sometimes we can be a bit away with the fairies, and it's important for us to, <laughs> you know, kind of be a bit grounded in life. Great. So, those are the three I would suggest for you um, citrine. I would suggest rose quartz and smoky quartz. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank Yay, you. That's, thank you so fabulous much, Sid. Talk. Thank you. Okay. Have thank a great you. day. Have a fabulous thank
3: day. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so that now we have a question coming up, um, and who's that? Who's on the line for us, Eric?
2: Well, why don't we talk to Chet in Kirkland right now?
3: Okay, so Chet, you have a question for Lisa? I do. Uh,
0: okay. Lisa, you you had uh, suggested that I attend a workshop that Lisa might oh, give I'd,
3: in the future. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Actually, Lisa, you just recently finished teaching a workshop on mediumship, correct? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. And and so, Ch- your questions about that. Uh,
0: I'm wondering uh, she is, uh, of course, all over the globe. And uh, will she be doing anything after she returns to California?
4: Um, Whereabouts are you? I'm sorry. Where do you where, where
0: do you live? I live in Kirkland. Right he lives in Seattle. Just uh, just
2: you know oh, closer. Okay. Here. Uh,
4: okay. Um, I'm a- I'm actually doing uh, an, an intensive mediumship weekend in November, which sadly is all sold out. But I am looking at doing a lot more training next mm-hmm. year um, okay. because it's so much easier for me to do <laughs> you know, more, yeah. more training as opposed to going out on tour. And yeah. so, yes, I really do want to bring something more West Coast. And I do want to come more... Northern California, Seattle Way. All so right. it's certainly something that I am, I am very much looking at, definitely.
0: Okay, and that will be, of course, on your website
4: then? It will be on my website. Or you can just, you know, you don't have to keep checking it. You can just sign up for a newsletter and, and you know, that will be announced in the newsletter. I but see. it's certainly something I am very passionate about and teaching mm-hmm. especially. And um, I do want to bring, incorporate more of that into my, into my world.
2: Okay. Thank you, Chet. That
4: was a great
2: question. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Nice talking to you.
4: Thank you. Nice to speak to you. Bye
3: bye. <laughs> and we, we do have another question coming up in just a moment, but I was going to ask you, Lisa, when you look at people you know, crossing over, do they linger a little bit, or do they just zap over there, or, or is it just a combination of where it's just unique for each person?
4: It is unique for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody is the same. There are some people that will linger. And will stay and watch themselves being cleaned up in the hospital and uh, everything else. Um, Then there are those that will just um, slip away. They'll just say, "Okay, you know what? Thank, thank God, I've gone. You know, (laughs) thank thank heavens, that's over." Um, And then there are those that will, when they're passing, they will linger in and out of their bodies, so they'll, Mm. they won't pass straight away. So they'll fight. And Mm
2: -hmm.
4: I've had a lot of situations where. Um, Spirits will fight with them, their own body, and they're like, "No, no, 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 no! I can't get out of this. i <laughs> yeah. this body." And then, you know, really, what they're doing is they're making it harder on themselves. They are,
3: yes, they're um, making it challenging.
4: And mm-hmm. and it's it's hard for them. And I, I recently witnessed my fr- own dear friend do it exactly the same. And um, I kept saying to her, Elaine, just let go, for God's sake. Come on, I've told you. Aww. And uh, finally, um, you know, we helped her, her soul transcend over to the other side. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just the, it's a unique experience for most people. But the actual transition of crossing, it, it takes about five seconds. Right. Yes. It really does. It's very, very quick. It's very, very easy. There's none of this like, oh, my God, it hurts. It's actually <laughs> really, really easy. And it uh, feels good,
3: right? If, it it feels... feels
4: phenomenal because I've actually yeah. done it. I've actually, I've actually been there and done it. Wow. And it's absolutely incredible. Um, nothing to be feared. The white light is definitely there. You are greeted by your loved ones, your friends, your family, you know, animals, um, spirits, and you will recognize them. And the thing is the love that you encounter on the other side and the love that you experience is nothing that you can actually quantify in this life. Right. Not even a love for a child. you right. can't quantify it because it's it's incredible. it's
3: you know, know the, just feeling a small piece of it feels like you're almost going to explode. It's so oh, yeah. incredibly intense it's It's Absolutely. really quite beautiful, yeah, it it's amazing. Is.
4: It's beautiful and I think people. Need to understand that it's not really it's nothing to be feared. It mm-hmm. really is nothing to be feared.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. W- wonderful. Wonderful. We're gonna go ahead and go back to the phone lines. Who do we have? Erica. Let's
2: talk to Susan down in California.
3: Great. Yeah, all your friends are calling, Lisa from California. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Susan. Hi, how are you doing today? I have a question for Lisa and Hi, uh,
4: Susan.
0: Hi. I was wondering um, if you have had any experience or knowledge about whether a soul who has, let's say, been abusive in a family, crosses over, do you find that they reincarnate very quickly back into the family, or do they have karma to deal with on some other level from your experience?
4: It's actually a really good question, and, um, you know, it depends on the individual soul. Every individual soul is, is, is unique. And it depends on if it was there, if <laughs> it's hard for us to understand why people do that. But if if it was written, if it was something that maybe they had to experience because of a life lesson, generally somebody who has done a lot of maybe bad stuff, they will go, there's no hell, there's no hell at all, but they will go to a different dimension. They're not mixing with with the others. Um, they go to a different dimension where they will have to look at their own life. They will have to examine it. They have to, and we all have to do this, but we all have to experience the pain that we've caused somebody else, the pain and the suffering. So we have to go through that. And we, you know, we have to look at the reasons why we did that. And maybe there was a lesson that we had to learn from this. And so therefore, once, once you've actually looked at it, and then they then they do come back relatively quickly. Um, yeah. They they come back and they they come back relatively quickly, and they don't they don't really look at their lessons on the other side. But most most people who've done pretty bad stuff have to come back and relive their life again. Hmm. So there's a rehab in heaven. <laughs> yes, there is. There's rehab. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you
3: so much, Susan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, and, and I think it's interesting that not everyone understands. Everyone's waiting for someone to be punished for their behavior. You know, the reality is, is, is that many of us have lived many, many lifetimes, and we've done all kinds of things, good mm-hmm. things and not so good things. And and the karma is always in, in its flow and flex, trying to heal and bring consciousness and awareness to us. And Absolutely. so, you know, life challenging life experiences can be um, some of the biggest healing experiences that we ever have, that we ever encounter. Absolutely.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And I've said to many people, you know, they're they're like, I can't get through this. Why can't I get through this? I'm like, this is because you need to really appreciate what you have in your life and maybe what you've done in a past life. And this is the reason why. Um, And but everybody's different. You know, you're on your own individual journey. One journey is not the same as somebody else's journey.
3: Right, right, right. We are very individual souls. That's absolutely Mm -hmm. true. And so we have another question, Eric. Um, Who do we have on the line?
2: right now we've got Greg calling from Kent.
3: Hi, Greg. Hello. Hello. You have a question for Lisa?
2: (laughs)
0: Yes, I do.
4: Okay. Hi.
3: Hello.
0: Thank you for taking my call.
4: You're welcome. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Um, My question is, um, do you see it as that when we come back to Earth, Um, There are those, much like yourself, that at a very young age, you were aware of your psychic ability, and then there are those that never realize it, and then there are those that it takes many, many years for it to develop. And I'm just trying to figure out. I don't really consider it that that there are individuals that are chosen, um, and I'm wondering, is that part of that particular soul's life contract when they come back, to be Mm. aware right in the beginning or not?
4: It is. And, you know, it's it's quite interesting because I agree with you. We all have the ability. We all have the ability to be psychic. We all have that awareness. Um, Yet society really has got a lot to play with it because depending on what your parents' beliefs were, depending on what school you went to, depending on what religion you were brought into, whatever it is, then that will also have an influence. But there are those that were really do have to develop it from a very young age and you know it's like anything we we all can sing and i like to use this analogy is we can all sing some of us really shouldn't get out of the shower singing, okay <laughs> you know let's face it but then there are others that have that raw talent that real uh, natural ability that they can go on and 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 train and become the Celine Dion's of the world or you know the opera singers and it's like us, we all have the ability to connect, we all have the ability to tune in, but some of us have more of a natural ability than others, and it does depend on their life process, their life um, uh, pathway, and it's quite interesting because in, in some of my writings for my new book, I've discovered that, that in one of my lives, not my last life, but in one of my lives, I committed suicide, and I made a pact that I, in one of my new lives, is I was going to come back and teach people about spirituality. Um, And so this is obviously the life that I'm leading now. And it's... So yes, I do think that our lives and our life lessons and our our life map has a lot to do with it as well.
3: Mm -hmm. Great. That was a great question. Did did you have another comment? I'm sorry, Greg. um,
4: No, no. Okay, great. That pretty much
0: answers my question. I know that... I definitely feel that all children, when they're born, are so open. But oh,
4: yeah.
0: uh, what Lisa was alluding to is that it depends on the yeah. environment and mm-hmm. um, what they're exposed to as to whether that doorway stays open or closed.
4: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. It, and it's very, very important to understand that because um, I, I grew up in a family of skeptics. And I was not really allowed to embrace this. Yet I decided to still keep it open. And society does close us down. And children, I'm very passionate about children where, you know, we all really should help children nurture this gift. Um, Because actually what's happening is, you know, children are being more and more, coming into the world more and more gifted, but they're coming directly from the source, they're coming directly from spirit world, so therefore of course they're open, and it's always important to, as parents, you know, maybe when they hit three or four to ask them, do you remember being big? And, you know, you'd be surprised at what they come out with because they often say, well, yeah, I was your daddy or I was your mommy or, you know, (laughs) of course, I saved you. from I only had this whole conversation with my son on the way to school today. It was quite incredible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Right. Thank you, Greg, so
3: much. Have a wonderful day.
0: Oh, you too. Thank you. Thank you. Greg.
3: So, so an earth thing, interesting thing about you, is that you really are like a web designer, like <laughs> graphics and all of that, right? Oh, it's,
4: it's my little kind of dirty little secret yes it is <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, sorry to share
3: your secret then <laughs> no, okay. i
4: i am so you know i don't do all the graphics on my my own site now mm-hmm. i have a designer because i just don't have time mm-hmm. but yes i mean i very much love tinkering i can html code a whole website wow and it's ridiculous
3: <laughs> well, no i think that's so cool i think that's really cool
4: and yeah, it's, it's my little dirty secret. <laughs> you know, I think it's great.
3: Um, at, at some point, you were interviewed by someone and you made a comment. I know you probably hate this when, you know, someone quotes you from a different interview, but you said that at some point, you know, how much you just love what you do. It's an honor and that you, you know, it's a privilege because that's some, you, know, you never know where when it could be taken away from you. So is that something that you really think or was that a quote out of context? No,
4: actually, it was a, it was a very, very, uh, it was a very, it was a quote that I actually said, and And I still believe that because I do believe that um, no matter what, I have to honor what I've been given, this gift that I've been given. And because it is a gift, It's it's been a gift that's been given to me. And like any gift, you're supposed to treasure it, you're supposed to respect it. And I totally respect my gift, I honor it. And I just know that if I don't respect it, it can be taken away, or right. I will not be able to work in my height in the highest, right. know, the highest good. Right. And if you allow ego, ego to step in, mm-hmm. or if you allow materialistic values to step in, oh my God, that is, that really does have an impact on your gift. And you know, you have to do it for the right reasons. And. Sadly, there are many people out there that do it for the wrong reasons. Right. And, you know, and that's when you see their gift is struggling. It's not maybe a strong or... and Which is another reason why you also have to keep practicing at what you do.
3: Yeah, it's like a muscle. But, you know, the more you yes. use it, the stronger it gets.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's something that I, I'm very, you know, very much aware of, which is still the reason why, you know, I can... A lot of people say to me, "Oh, you know, you don't do private readings." Well, I don't do private readings, but I still do readings um, because I have to keep practicing it. I have to right. keep. Right. You know, if I'm not on tour, or if I have a, a a bulk of time away from tour, then I have to, you know, I I, I have to I do readings because. Otherwise, how else am I going to keep in in the zone or practice? Right, and, and I
3: think that's really important for people to know because people think that you know, you, okay, you're this gifted psychic or the psychics in the world are really gifted, and that's just it. But it really is something that you have to work out and practice with, yeah. especially when you live in a physical reality where there's so much distraction. Um, that, you know, to stay, have, maintain that connection and that feeling um, is, it's kind of like a plug-in. You've got to get plugged into the outlet, so to speak, and get recharged. Yeah.
4: And you also have to surround yourself with like-minded people as well um, and stay away from the negativity because otherwise, you know, again, that can be where it's taken away from you. You know, if you're in that negative environment and, you know, you have to develop. And, And it's something that is very, very important. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you always have to keep moving and changing, which is why when it came to my husband and I, when we parted ways, it wasn't wasn't a bad thing. It was actually a good thing because what it did is it took me on another level, put me up to another level where I was able to really focus on my gift and my, my ability again. And so, yeah, that's... Blessings that come out of
3: everything. Right. So now that you're single and you're going to be out in the dating world, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's always interesting when intuitive people are out on dates, right? You know, I mean, you could be out on a date with a guy, and his grandmother could be standing next to you, hoping that you continue going out with her uh, grandson. Um, so, I mean, there's all kinds of interesting things that happen when you're dating. So, are you dating? Are oh, cool. you still taking a a little bit of a uh, of a break?
4: I'm dating. Oh, and, good. Yeah, I'm out there. I'm out on. Yeah, I'm dating. So, <laughs> you know, somebody ran. So I'm quite happy. Good. And, so it's, it's it's fun. Although I haven't I haven't read for them yet. So okay. I, I I don't want to because I just <laughs> you know I, I just feel that if I read for them, it kind of. It almost brings it back to business. And again, right. it goes to what my, my grandmother said, never read for friends and family. Right. And so I don't really want to read for them. It's almost like, you know, if it comes up, it comes up. But
3: um, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's what I was going to say is a psychic, you know, when you ha- when you're plugged into the outlet, even when you're around friends and family, things just come into your awareness, right? So Absolutely. So people get a mini heads up anyway when they're in your life because you can't oh, yeah. help the flow of information.
4: Oh, absolutely and I'll often say, "You know, oh my god and and so I'll, I'll, of course I'll deliver that piece of information so <laughs> right. no, I'm not going to go out of my way, and so oh, let me read for you because that's really hard, and that is hard i I have to kind of take Lisa head off and get right. myself out of that equation, and sometimes it's not always easy to do that so I know I like
3: I I do a lot of readings through energy work I mean I I do readings without touching people but my kids love for me to lay hands on them but I rarely do it unless you know there's something really serious going on because Uh I get to see all the things I did wrong as a parent you know and it's disturbing and then it's hard for I me know. to channel positive energy when I'm wishing that I hadn't said what I said when they were five you know yeah
4: absolutely
3: so I understand that I'm not as um, I'm not as strict as you are about the rule but I totally understand it so what about your son have you know do you guys play intuitive games together do you help him develop his intuition
4: we don't play intuitive games um, I because I I'm you know he's very much into this world anyway he's he yeah. knows
3: what
4: he does. He's, he's very much into his crystals. He's very much into playing with the earth and rocks. Um, and so I don't really tend to play the intuitive game. I'd like him, if he wants to discover it and really open himself up, then he can. Um, but it's something that I've always said, you know, it's okay for you to do. Um, if you want to know more about it, then absolutely I'll help you. But he's okay. You know, he'll come and stay to the house or... Sometimes if a client comes to see me for for some healing, he'll come and put his hands on them. But Aww. other than that, really, oh, that's you know, lovely. He he kind. I kind of. I want him to take a little bit of a, a break from it. I don't want he doesn't need to develop it just yet. It's something that. Um, If he wants to, he knows he can come to me. Oh, that's Um, lovely. And I want him to learn his own mind in that respect.
3: Oh, that's lovely. We're going to let someone ask you one last question. So who do we have on the line, Eric?
2: We've got Shalene calling from Redmond.
3: Hi, Shaleen. You have a question for Lisa?
4: I do. Um, Lisa, I was wondering about the mediumship and if it's something that you can turn on and off and if it's something that you find draining, like if you do a lot of private sessions. You know, it's a it's a good it's a good question, and um, I very much I do turn it on and off because if you allow it to control your life, it really can become exhausting. And I don't think people understand how exhausting it really can be. Um, but so most of the time, I turn it on and off. Um, of course, there are times that it will come on, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, what am I singing, and what am I saying and what's this for?" Um, but most of the time, I do. I tend to switch it off because. You know, I have this, again, I'm very strict with my rules when it comes to mediumship. I always say, you know, it doesn't have to control me. I control it. It doesn't need to control me. And So, so that's what I do. So I always say, I always give spirit an hour a day. And I sit there <laughs> and I say to them, okay, give me your messages, fire away. And sometimes I get nothing. And sometimes I get a bombard of spirits that will come in and say, yeah, this is what I need to say. And that's why I put, put them on my website and I get messages from beyond. Wow. Okay.
3: Thank you so much for asking that question. That was a great question. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So um, you're teaching these intensive medium workshops so people can go to your website. You're going to be touring a little bit with that. And is it a weekend um, workshop or is it oh, more time?
4: Yeah. That's a weekend workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I've only taken on 75 students for that weekend.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so that's actually, you know, they had to apply. Right. Um, because I I needed them all to work at a certain level. right? Um, But next year, I'm certainly going to be taking on, um, I'm going to do general mediumship. I'm actually going, um, I'm doing a cruise in two weeks' time where we're going to the Mexican Riviera and I'm teaching as well. So that's going to be really good. Um, So yeah, it's going to be a lot of, I think next year is going to be a lot of different stuff that I'm going to be involved with um and yeah so it's going to be it's going to be an interesting ride i'm i'm starting to plan it in fact when i get off the phone here we're I've got a meeting where with, with the girls in
3: my office, and we're planning for next year. So, wonderful. Uh, it's
4: certainly something I'm going to be doing.
3: Well, we're so lucky to have you and have you your desire to meet with everyone around the world and spread your information and your light and your knowledge and teach those who want to learn more. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, have a wonderful day in California. We look forward for your new book, um, Survival of the Soul, coming out in March.
4: Thank you, and thanks for having me on your show.
3: You're welcome. Have a wonderful day, Lisa. Thank you. All Bye-bye. So a uh, net actually we'll be back in studio on tuesday i'm going to come in live Yay. Oh, great eric's going to have to run back and forth because Alyssa will be on vacation oh. yeah so uh, eric but going i hope to, she has a great vacation she will she'll be yeah. in mexico Olé. oh yeah she's gonna have a wonderful time <laughs> so those emails may not get answered as quickly and the phone calls may not be returned as quickly for about a week um but then when um Alyssa gets back in um, town then she'll take care of that so eric's going to get a workout next week
2: well that's good i need it
3: <laughs> he needs it all right love that and we'll have dr. Sheila den Merritt in the house on Thursday Fantastic. so if you have yes if you have questions about your health we'll have our celebrated Washington naturopathic physician in-house who will answer questions for you and give all kinds of advice about homeopathy and other naturopathic medicines at work and then on Wednesday the 20th I will be at the Redmondtown City Marriott um, giving a talk on energy medicine. It's from seven to nine. So you can go to the website at energyintuitive.com and go ahead and sign up online or you can call the office at four two five eight two five five six seven one, And we'll be happy to register you for that class. It'll be really fun. It's my last one of the year. And next year, I'm only teaching four evening classes so we're um, shifting the schedule a little bit got other things going on and writing and all of that good stuff in my life thank you everyone for listening it was wonderful to have lisa it was just an honor and a blessing to have her on the show until next week joyful blessings bye-bye Views expressed on the preceding program.